Dun, 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 dun. It's episode 83 of the Pay to Play podcast. We're back. It's football season. We've got college football underway. We've got the NFL coming right up week one this weekend. It's Wednesday, September 8th. I'm James Ajkowski, and Frank Guybe is with me. It's your one-stop shop for all things sports and finance-oriented here at the Pay to Play podcast. But football, like we said, will be the main course in this episode. Uh, we've got, like we said, a lot on tap, a little bit of a season preview. Um, we're going to roll through, uh, uh, I guess, a little recap on the beginning of the college football season. Um, not too much uh, that was crazy, I would say. I suppose Georgia taking down Clemson and UNC dropping out of the top 10 in week one were the only notable uh, uh, results that I would I would think of. But, Frank, uh, good to be back. Uh, I know we had a little break here on the podcast, but two of us are back in action after a nice Labor Day golf trip. Uh, that we were both on. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, we took a trip out to uh, Western PA. I don't know what, do you know what city we were in? Blairsville is uh, where we stayed, Blair, uh, for what it's Blairsville. worth. Yeah, Blairsville, Pennsylvania. We stayed uh, at this kind of Hampton Inn, I believe. Right on a golf course, though. Played 90 holes over three days. Kind of a Ryder Cup style, eight on eight tournament. Uh, and my team took down Zadra's team by one or two points in the end. Um, took home the money. So James and I did tie in our match. We had a nice match. Uh, we tied with our handicaps. Um, but Zaj had a nice comeback. I was up three on the front, and he, he, had a, he had a big comeback, but he took the lead, and I, and I I brought it back to tie. So good match, good fun. Yeah, again, for what it's worth, you know, you shot an 80, pretty good day out at the links. In your eyes, I shot a 97. I feel like I left some out there, but it's the beauty of having a low handicap and just – refusing to get better at golf. So that, that kind of bailed me out. Um, but yeah, no, nice, nice little long weekend, fun trip. Uh, Labor Day. We'll talk about the labor market a little bit later on. Um, oh yeah. On the finance spectrum of things. Got to labor on Labor Day. That's why we went golfing. Yep. You could say that you could say that. Um, but then beyond in, that, in professional golf, in professional golf, Patrick Cantlay, you know, finished off the season and the tour championship win $15 million help. He, he takes the lead going into the week, the entire tournament and holds it the whole time's edge. Is he your golfer of the year? Or is there John Rom? Big debate here. Actually people are having. Yeah. I'm not a Rom fan. So I uh, will take Cantley because I am just not a Rom guy uh, that, you know, so, bias. So, so I believe Rom's only won two events, but he, he's kind of been the world. Number, he's moved into world number one ranking um, cause he's played so well in all the majors and all the big events and, but he would have won the Memorial. He was up like eight strokes and he had to withdraw on Saturday because of COVID he tested positive and Cantley ended up getting that win. So that was one of Cantley's four wins. So it's kind of like they were actually three and three. If people are given around that asterisk. Okay. Interesting. I, uh, um... that's, that's the debate right now. See who they give it to, but we have the Ryder cup coming up. So that'll be fun to watch. That really will. Um, I, the only reason I don't really, I'm not big into Rom is he's just got those temper tantrum outbursts on the course. I'd like to think I'm only, I'm the only one that's allowed to do that. You know, approach. Hey, you never get mad at yourself on the course. I've seen, oh, I've seen you get a little frustrated a few times. I've, I've thrown a club or two. It, you know, it's all in good fun, but like he actually like scares me. Like he's a guy I wouldn't want to get in his path, like with his anger because he's a bigger guy, pretty strong, etc. Cantley, that's a guy like, you know, he might get mad. You can't really tell because he's got one expression on his face the entire time. So I kind of just respect that type of approach to it. And that it takes some willpower probably to 
to keep that outward appearance regardless of winning or losing. So tip the cap to him. I'm going to go Patrick there. Um, but yeah, the rider, the actual rider cup, like you said, uh, uh, it, that's also upon us. Um, so we'll be tuned into that. I know the captains just made their picks. Uh, Captain America, Patrick Reed left off. I mean, as, if we're just going to talk about golfers, I don't like, wow. Great news there. Uh, he's playing. Well, did, you, did you hear he almost died? Yeah. He had pneumonia. I, I, he was in the hospital. I'm glad he didn't die. Um, I, okay. Uh, you could say that, but I still, well, I'm glad he didn't make the team. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess that's, you know, a little near nearsighted on my part, but again, glad he's okay. You know, I'm glad he'll be able to watch from his couch. Uh, and enjoy. Yeah, he'll, he's got to. Yeah, he's got to get healthy for sure. I mean, he was back playing, but didn't play great. I don't think in the Phoenix. Question: Is it is it un-American to be rooting for Team Europe? Like, is that bad? I think it is. I think you have to root for Team USA. I mean, you just said you don't like John Rahm, so like, there's one guy in Europe you don't like. I mean, I you know Bryson's on Team USA. Uh, like I've got Victor Hovland over there for Europe. Yeah, I think you are a big, big fan. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just cheer, looking at it. Cheer for Europe, man. Why not? I don't. Should I don't we, mind. Should we do a little one v one bet on on Team? Yeah, there it is. Europe? Perfect. I'll take <laughs> USA. You take Europe. Yeah, I don't know what's on the line yet. I think I think you still owe me a beer from our NBA Finals or you know, yeah, box over the Suns. All right, well, next time we're together, we'll figure it out. All right. Probably Halloween of uh, this year, Ohio State, Penn State, that there will be something Let's up at that point. I love it. If my, um, mom's, if my mom's listening, no, 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 I'm not. That's going to be a surprise trip home. So um, <laughs> keep that one on the maybe, DL. Maybe we, can, maybe we can edit that out if we need to. But Because uh, she might be one of our 20 listeners. Exactly. Hey. Nice. Come on. Yeah, it's, that might be generous. <laughs> All right. I said this is going to be a football episode. We got our golf talk out of the way. Let's, let's go. College football before the NFL hot takes uh, serve themselves right up. So, like, what did you said, think of Ohio State? Let's, let's go right into it. What did you think of us? We, we survived Minnesota. They looked good, I thought, honestly. I thought Minnesota gave us a good game and we survived, played pretty well in the second half. Yeah. I mean, that's a great summary for it. CJ Stroud, he said, you know, he didn't love the way he played. It was raining. That's tough to make your debut on the road in a conference game, you know, with, with some weather being a factor, a big 10 weather being a factor. Um, so hard, but I, you know, I was with some Ohio state fans uh, that were calling for his head, you know, in the first half, they're saying, where's McCord? Where's, where's yours? Where's, uh, you know, ready for a replacement that quick. And I said, you know, every, I actually was, hey, I wasn't opposed to it. He looks bad. I, I, he did look, I think he looked genuinely pretty bad in that first half. I don't think uh, he looked that bad. I don't know. He was throwing I balls behind. There was a, yeah, uh, I just thought there was a few things. I mean, he, his receiver missed a deep ball that would have been big early. I, I thought he looked all right, and I think he really looked good in the second half. I'm looking forward to what he, I mean, obviously the big game is going to be this weekend. We get Oregon in the shoe. Any, any prediction there? I don't know what the early line is on that. we got to be favored. I don't know enough about Oregon, to be honest with you, uh, this year. I know they have a strong defensive line, so that'll be a good test for off for our O-line. The reality of the situation is I think Ohio State's favored by – it might be double digits still. I let's, Let me actually give a legitimate line there before I – shock me. It's 14. The line's 14, which – that's a little surprising, I think, in my mind. Yeah, Oregon won their week one game 31-24. to I guess that makes sense if that's the case. Um, you know, they, they 
edged out a Fresno State team, and I think that you know they're, they'll test our offense for sure with with their D line. Like I said, that pressure up front. We'll see how Stroud does because I think the O line did a good job protecting him for the most part. It was just a couple errant throws, but it'll be 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific time kicking off the game. So the people in Eugene, Oregon will not be thrilled waking up for breakfast with the Ducks. Uh, Yeah, Gus Johnson on the call and everything. I'm just envious, or I'm not envious of that. I'm glad it's noon Eastern. But at the same time, wouldn't have hated if it were later in the day because that's probably the best game on television this week. You know, as we look down the rest of the The other, The other big game, you get the Iowa Hawkeyes playing the Iowa State Cyclones, both ranked in the top 10 in this matchup right now. We got nine versus 10. Iowa State right now minus four and a half. What, what are you thinking? I mean, it's hard to go against Matt Campbell. I'll tell you what, the way he's been coaching that team, but Iowa very dominant, 34 to Iowa. six, taking down an Indiana team that was highly ranked coming into the season. So I'll tell you what, that it'll probably be bumping uh, over there. And Is it Iowa City? Am I right in saying that? It looks like it's in Ames. Ames, yeah. What the? I don't. I don't know what I'm. I've never been to Iowa. I can't pretend that I have. I know you. You were just there not too long ago, but uh, I was south I, of Des Moines, so just south of Des Moines and Char- I remember. But yeah, um, I, I like Iowa. I actually like the value plus four and a half. Maybe take the money line. They play. I guess they call it the I. Well, let's see what they they call it the Iowa Corn Cyhawk series. <laughs> um, uh, it's the rivalry between the two schools. So that's I mean, what a name there. The Iowa side. Believe you think I'm making that up? I'm not. Check out the media page. I don't think there's another ranked matchup though this weekend. From what I'm seeing, I'll tell you what. I think it. The, you know, it, tough for the AP voters to not put Toledo in there. Uh, they're one to know going up against Notre Dame. Uh, Toledo Notre Dame will be a little afternoon appetizer for you. Uh, Notre Dame favored by 17 after edging out Florida State last week. So, yeah, no, I think those are the only ranked matchups, like you said. Um, Let's move on then. What do cool. we got? We, we got the NFL. We got the big, the big kahuna, man, the big whale. The NFL football season is back. Week one starts tomorrow night, Zedge. We could just talk about that game real quick, and then we'll we'll really dive into the season a little bit and, you know, talk about the Browns a little too. But let's start with the Buccaneers versus the Cowboys. Buccaneers, big favorites. Do you think they can cover and start their, you know, defense towards their Super Bowl with a win? I don't even want to talk about the Buccaneers, Frank. I don't. I uh, They lost me a lot of money last year. I owe Brandon Lurch uh, – a picture of me in a Tom Brady apparel, but I really feel like I should have learned my lesson saying, no, the Buccaneers won't cover uh, towards the end of last year through all of that. Um, but I think I'm going to be on the Cowboys tomorrow night, believe it or not. Eight and a half points is a lot. I think, you know, Buccaneers win by a touchdown at home, but Tampa will be rocking. Don't get me wrong. I think that that atmosphere, the fair weather fans are out down there. So, you know, tip the cap to them, let them, in, let them enjoy their, Tampa, Tampa Bay experience forever, how, however long that lasts, because I don't see it coming to an end anytime soon. So I will just live in misery as that, you know, as that exists. So I don't get me wrong. I, I think he's the GOAT quarterback. I think, you know, he's proven that that's not a, up for debate at this point, but I just don't like the guy. Like, is it fair to just subjectively root against him any chance I can? I don't think so. I'm just like, I just don't get how he's the GOAT. Like, 
he, I guess his accuracy is in like arm power, but like he can't move. There's been better mobile quarterbacks. I feel like I don't know. Maybe there's going to be a new goat eventually, but I don't see it's going to be really tough for like Mahomes to ever catch him in Super Bowl rings. I feel like that's just my opinion. I think I saw like a tweet that um really we're getting in a goat debate here yeah not <laughs> no we're not i'm not in the mood to do that not but. really but just like I, you, mahomes would be the guy right now that you're like yeah maybe mahomes could win five or six super bowls yeah i i'm telling you i saw a tweet that really uh, like summarized it pretty well and it was that you know tom brady is probably the best winner uh, winning quarterback of all time the uh, best, the, yeah, not most talented. The most um, talent. I mean, it, it takes a team to win, too. And I know it's orchestrated by the quarterback, but like a lot of good defenses in those Super Bowl runs. See, I can't even formulate a complete thought, but I was just going to say <laughs> that Rodgers is I'm probably... I'm not hating on Brady, though. You hate Brady. I'm not hating on him. I just don't get the fanfare. Like, why? Why would, you let's, know... talk, let's talk about the other quarterback. You think Dak Prescott can stay healthy for the whole season? I just, I don't see it. I'm a little worried for him. He's the odds-on favorite to win comeback player of the year. It's like even money for him, and everyone else is, has like six to one odds or worse. Um, so I think he like Vegas is expecting him to stay healthy. I don't know, man. Like he, it was a gruesome injury that he suffered. Like I, I've never had a reason to hate the guy. He seems pretty genuine. But um, that being said, I, I if I had to take an over/under on games he plays this year, I I would probably take the under if it was like anywhere near thirteen or fourteen. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, what so, else do we want to talk about? Yeah, tomorrow I got tomorrow I got Cowboys. I say let's look at. Uh, I mean, let's look at some survivor pool picks. Uh, for anyone in the survivor pool this week, uh, there's not too many games that are. In fact, I don't think there's a single double digit spread. I think there's a couple between seven and ten, and those are usually a good way to base your week one picks. Um, you know, you got the 49ers on the road at Detroit with Jared Goff. I'm not a fan of that. I don't like picking teams on the road. We were just talking a little bit before the episode, Frank, about, you know, what, you know, gun to your head, who do you have winning this week? Uh, 49ers, I'm not quite sold on. Um, so to that extent, I, I'm holding off on that one. Another one is the Rams, Sunday night football. They host the Bears, and Matt Nagy allegedly has Andy Dalton starting. Um, so I think that'll be a very popular one. Uh, you know, I, I don't see the Rams losing that game first time with Stafford under the helm. Um, that being said, I don't know if I want to wait till Sunday night for the suspense of my survivor pool pick. That's horrible logic. Don't get me wrong. That is horrible logic. But I think that is uh, – I'm just going to be impatient. I think I want something at the 1 o'clock slate. Give me a win. Get me, up, get me out of there. You don't like this, but I do. Give me the Panthers hosting the New York Jets. And it is the Sam Darnold revenge game playing against his old team. I think he's going to have a fire lit under him. And I, I think the Panthers come out hot with a healthy Christian McCaffrey and just steamroll over the, the I New hope. York Jets. I got McCaffrey. I got McCaffrey against you in fantasy, I believe. That's so. fine. That's fine. Yeah, we do have Absolutely. an annual tradition of our week one matchup in our Clark Morrison League. That's right. Yeah, so I, I just set my lineup earlier, so I'm ready. Um, I'm favored right now. I don't know if you've you might have to make a change or two. I'm not sure. Couldn't give but, uh, less of a shit about ESPN's projections week one. You gotta you gotta get me in a survivor pool group. You want me? I'll forward you an email right now. I just joined. Uh, but yeah, yeah wanna, they're, wanna... they're too fun. They are too fun. I think I think I really like the Bills. Is 
Bills. I really okay. like I really like Bills. They're minus six and a half against the Steelers at home. So uh I think Buffalo, you know, they're just riding the momentum of last season and the Steelers are gonna be, you know, riding the deceleration of last season at the end. Um and it's gonna be a, a blowout in Buffalo. Okay. No, cool. Well, I think we go to the people with that. We say I've got the Panthers, you've got the Bills week one and We'll see. I think we track that on the Twitter page because we have not been as active social media wise as of late. So let's let's keep that going. We uh, and we'll see how long we last throughout the season. I I think, I've, think made, I've been doing Survivor Pool. This is my fourth year doing it. I don't think I've made it out of the first month. Uh, in the you know it's it seeing I've lost in week one at least two out of the three years, which is tough. Um, so we're looking to turn things around this year. The Panthers are going to be my way to do that. So what right. what did I cut you off with there? Nothing. I was gonna say before we talk about the Browns and the Chiefs, what what's a what's a game this week that's exciting you? Uh Colts are hosting the Seahawks. Uh that's at one o'clock. And I like Carson Wentz uh opening up, you know, kind of that Indianapolis offense. I think they got a lot of weapons over there. TY Hilton's actually starting the year on the injured reserve, but they've got Michael Pittman, a guy from USC that I'm high on. Um Zach Pascal is not a half bad receiver and Paris Campbell sliding into the slot. I want to see what he does with those receivers. Uh, not to mention Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack in the backfield, uh, going up against a veteran like Russell Wilson. Uh, I mean, people were out on Wentz so hard in Philadelphia for all the turnovers and, you know, just the way he fell off the map. It seemed as though, Oh, everyone was loving him as a quarterback. I want to see what he does in Indianapolis this year. I think that's going to be great stuff. Uh, Quick runner-up to that game would be Dolphins-Patriots. Tua versus Mac Jones. I feel like that's a nice little division rivalry. So hopefully I didn't steal that one from you. But what what games have your eye? No, that's a, I was going to say that's going to be a cool one. I mean, the whole 425 slate's pretty good. You get the Packers-Saints. You get Rodgers. You get Jameis. You know, that's oh, going to be a fun I might fun like Packers. Now, I, I might like Packers as a survivor pool pick this week, except I don't like road teams. You think Jameis gets a little too wild? With his first I, start, I you know, everyone says the eye surgery has <laughs> changed everything. I I somehow fail to believe that. I don't know. I kind of do believe that, but um, and then obviously we have Browns Chiefs at four twenty five as well. We're going to Kansas City. Uh, Chiefs are favored by six. I mean, we lost to them last game of last season uh, when we we had a lot of chances to win that game, and now. Uh, you know, I think we're revamped. We're ready to go. I I think this is a good good line to take the Browns. I'm probably obviously going to take the money line, but I probably obviously I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so yeah, probably obviously that's kind of how how I am. But we'll take the Browns. Um, what do you what do you think about our chances this year? I'd like us to get the double digit wins and uh, maybe win the division. I don't know. We have a tough schedule. You're jumping the gun a little bit. We're going to talk regular season win totals uh, for our two-minute drill at the end of the episode. But I think the Browns get to 11. I think they can go 11-6 and six now with the 17-game schedule. That's yeah. where I've got us at. Uh, Vegas has us right there at the 10.5 mark. And I think uh, 11, like to go over is more heavily juiced and favored. Um, so I, I, I could definitely see a world in which that happens. I don't think it's the easiest schedule of all time. Um, Chiefs made some upgrades in the offseason. And I, I think... Browns are, you know, it'll be a great test, but we're coming in with like a brand new defense. I shouldn't say brand new, but a lot of new faces on the defensive side of the ball. I, it's going to take some time to mesh, quite frankly. Uh, I, I like the six points we're getting there. I, I hope we win. I will be on the money line too, but not as heavily as you. I can all but guarantee that. 
So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the game for sure. I think it'll be a good testament to see exactly where they stand, but there's not going to be a lot of time to waste uh, with a 17-game season. Yeah, totally. Totally. I'm going to week two against the Texans. That should be it. I'm, I'm marking that down as a win. Better be, they better, we better <laughs> show up. Even if we're 0-1, we better show up week two. Um, anything else? catching your eye about week one or what else you want to talk about in the NFL before let's let's talk season long stuff real quick. We talked comeback for yeah. the Dak's a favorite for that, but there's a lot of guys coming back. McCaffrey was out most of last year. Um, you know, I see I'm Wentz not, winning. Uh, right? You could see, Oh, you could see a world in which Wentz wins theoretically. Like, what if he, what if he falls out? He would win. He would be, it's in a new area. You know, it's weird though. Cause it could also, I, I didn't look at most improved player lines either. I don't know if that, you know, that doesn't excite me. I think comeback player of the year is a more fun, fun award to uh, take a, take a flyer on. But Alex Smith, Alex Smith obviously won the award last year, ruining my hope of a Cam Newton. Uh, I, I did take the Cam Newton line last year. Uh, that's the one thing I'm not doing this year. I'm very proud of myself. No season long prop bets based on my favorite players. Um, I, I'm trying to avoid that. After last year, I took the Patriots season season win over, uh, and they didn't didn't really come all that close. Um, so that's, that's called the sign of maturity on my part. So I'm just, that's, I, I want to now tout that out to everyone else that yeah, there you I, go. I'm growing we're, up right before your eyes. Yeah. We're growing up here. All right. Super Bowl predictions. What? Or do you want to do that? Or I, like MVP, I feel like it's not an interesting discussion. Like it's going to be a quarterback, Mahomes, Rogers, you know, God forbid. Kyler Murray. Yeah. I forgot you, you and Kyler and your Cardinals. Um, Kyler Murray, a lot of people like a lot of people like Josh Allen of the Bills, my team this week. Yeah. Uh, right. I, who's a sleeper MVP though? Come on, give me like two sleeper MVPs. A sleeper. I think MVP? Baker Mayfield could have a crazy year. A crazy year. All right, you want a sleeper? I'll give you. I like, Ryan. I like Matt Stafford as a sleeper MVP, like throwing like fifty touchdowns. Yeah. In LA. I uh, I'll give you one. I'll I'll take Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I think okay, I like that. He's been playing super well lately in Tennessee, not getting the love he deserves. I saw a tweet, you know, I we're adamantly statistically, he's been one of the best quarterbacks the past two years, right? We're adamantly not, uh, you know, fans or supporters of Sir Yacht uh, on this podcast, Uh, but he's like, oh, let's end the debate now. Baker Mayfield, you know, Baker Mayfield's better than Ryan Tannehill. And I, I've been a Baker hater in the past, and I'm I'm not anymore to the extent that I, I believe he can be the guy that leads us there. Um, I think he possesses the tools, whatever. But no, if you look statistically, Tannehill is you know has been better in Tennessee than Baker has, and I think he's quite quite frankly a, a more complete polished quarterback. Baker very well could be on his heels to, and it, this is funny because I've had friends come at me last year. I was famous for saying Kirk Cousins was better. No, I no longer believe Kirk is better than Baker. I, I have my wits about me, um, et cetera. But I, I think um I think I like Tannehill to uh maybe I'll throw, you know, five ten dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna throw a little on uh wherever he is. Kyler Matt Stafford. No Stafford? Matt Stafford. Stafford okay. thirteen hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even that big of an underdog. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> All righty, let's let's keep rocking and rolling. Super Bowl predictions, and then head into finance. Wow, Super Bowl! You got to go first. 
I gotta look at I gotta look at all these teams again. Gotta look at these teams. Wow. Okay. Um, wow. I feel I have a I mean, I like, you know I want to pick the Browns. I know. Well, that's I said I have an odd feeling. Yeah, you know, you're gonna go with them. I really um, like Browns Rams. You know, I'm talking about Matt Stafford. I think Sean McVay finds it again with a renewed quarterback who is looking to finally make a playoff run in his career. I was a big fan of Stafford in Detroit, never worked out. Happy that he finally decided to move on. And I think it could be a big season, but they're going to lose to the Super Bowl Super Browns. Uh, where's the Super Bowl here? Wow, that's a great question. A little bit above my pay grade. <laughs> if the Browns are in it, like, I want to go. I feel like we would have to go. I'd try to figure out a way. Let's see. It is Sunday, February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. It'll be played in L.A. Uh, at SoFi wow. Stadium in Inglewood. There you go. The Rams are home, and we break their hearts. Unreal. Wow. What a, what a take there by you, Rams, Browns. What a take. <laughs> All right, your turn. All right, I'll go with the Bills. Uh, that's your week one team. I think that, you know, last year they kind of hit a stone wall when they played the Chiefs, just did not play their game. Um, I'm going to say the Bills come out of the AFC, and they they – they still have it strung together. They still have it strung together there with Sean McDermott kind of at the head of that team. I love him as a coach. I think he's the real deal. Um, and then on the NFC side, I feel like I'm going to be more boring over here. I don't think – I think it's hard to go against the Packers. Yeah. Hard to go against them. But and I'm going to go ahead and not say the Packers. I am going to go against them. I'm going to go ahead and say – Trey Lance and the 49ers. Uh, it's it's a uh, California team representing in L.A. Is Trey Lance even the starting quarterback? Can you help me? I don't me think that? so. Okay. I think he is starting by end of the year. I'll say that right there. I think Trey Lance is taking the 49ers to the Super Bowl. If you can't tell, I didn't get a ton of sleep last night. Maybe that's a dumb take. Uh, <laughs> with, it, it, I mean, I feel, it's a good team. You just say the 49ers. You shouldn't pick the quarterback. That's where you're getting too bold. You know what? You can never be too bold. You got to stick yourself out there sometimes because we'll we'll save that clip and bring it back up in late January. Um, Trey Lance is – yeah, when Trey Lance is not even playing. <laughs> okay. You're I'm right. kidding. I'm kidding. All right. Um, are, we, are we doing a two-minute drill? Are we talking any finance today? What do you want to do? We're talking a little finance, but let me finish my 49ers thought, you know. Okay, here we go. Yeah, sorry. People for, people forget Alex Alex Smith was a good veteran quarterback, you know, after he was ousted from Kansas City. Uh, they sent him out. Or wait, no, sorry. He went from San Fran to Kansas City. That was almost a very dumb comment from me. But in San Fran, you know, he handed over the keys to the castle to one Colin Kaepernick. What did Kaepernick do? Take that team to the Super Bowl. Um I don't know if that was the exact same year. Might might be a bit of a stretch in that analogy, but regardless, I, I've got him. I've got the veteran quarterback Garoppolo handing the keys of the castle to Lance mid-year, not handing, but being stolen out of his pocket. Garoppolo was pretty good. <sighs> Oof, I you know that like he, might be two really... years ago he took him to a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, he did. Should have won it. They choked. That's right, they did choke, but I think they're going so, back. So... They're going back, and do they win or do they lose? I got the Bills taking them down. You got the Bills. What kind of game? <laughs> now that now it's, now in, it's in LA, it's in LA. It's, in LA. Now, it's a shootout, I think. Now we're so going stadium. Yeah, now we're getting a little too deep into the weeds, but I got. I'll I'll join you on the shootout. 
All right. Well, let's talk a little finance and then back to football to wrap her up. They um, should let you they well though I think they should let you take like a Super Bowl over under right now. Like points. You, before you know teams. I'm telling you, you can. Um Oh really? That's sweet. I'm gonna do that. Take yeah, the over. I bet you are. It's, Shoot out in LA. Yep, you can. You got you could you could literally bet AFC or NFC. I think the AFC team was favored like minus two and a half. You know. And you can bet the over under. Yeah, I think they had it set. Um at like fifty. You gotta you you know, I'm not advising where gambling's legal where it's not. You know, we were both in Pennsylvania where it was. I swear I was looking probably at one of those legal gambling books at that point. That's where I placed all my bets that we're talking about here. Exactly. All right. Pennsylvania. That's all that's all we could ask for here. We are responsible, uh, you know, gambling responsibly here. <laughs> all right, let's let's podcast. Let's talk about the markets responsibly for entertainment purposes only, folks. Um, James, what's going on in the markets? Well, the S&P, again, this is Wednesday, September 8th. The S&P has logged a three-day losing streak, which is not something that has been common, uh, quite frankly, in the last year or so. We're, di- we're dipping. We're definitely dipping right now. Yeah, and it's, you know, we're kind of in not between. hard dip yet, but no. we're dipping. We're between earnings seasons at this point, uh, you know, as, as we're kind of coming up on, I guess it's Q4 for, or no, it's, we're in the middle of Q3 right now. Is that right, Frank? Am I, we just had a Q2 earnings season. Yeah, we're in the middle of Q3. I mean, on a, on a calendar year. Yeah. Calendar year. I was getting mixed up with my own fiscal year. Your fiscal year throws you up. I get it. I You're just, in Q4, yeah. right? Or you just finished Q4. Yep. In Q1 right now. All right, don't want to confuse our <laughs> listeners. Let's let's keep going on. We we're said we were, we said we were going to make a connection between Labor Day and uh, the labor market, uh, and that's exactly what we're about to do. So, open jobs are hitting yet another record. Uh, you know, workers are still quitting their jobs. Uh, I guess there's like 11 million positions unfilled. Um, jobless claims are are they actually set a new pandemic era low. Um, so, like, I guess. It, it's weird. Like people, but there wasn't many new jobs. No, August. there was no. like only two hundred thirty thousand versus like eight hundred thousand expected, and so the unemployment rate still went down a little, but not as much as you know they were anticipating. And so that's maybe what led to a little bit of the sell-off at the beginning of the week. Some people have a little worry about the Delta variant surging. I mean, I, it's definitely something to worry about slowing our economy down. But I don't see it like as a long term. I don't know. I, vaccinations are still going up, so I don't see it as too much of a long term hindrance. I don't know what is what is the downside here where we can fall big. I don't know. I'm still not buying in much on this little dip. Like uh, you know, they say buy the dip. I don't think we're you know we might be dipping a little, but it's it's not a deep dip. It's yeah. It's, it's kind of you know how they at least I'm envisioning you know, different diving boards at the end of a pool. I think we're just on the, the low dive right now. We're not, it's not a huge dip. I think, I think the next thing to look forward to for like a real market movement is going to be what the Fed says in September, because people are kind of seeing, are they going to still say they're going to taper, even though we're maybe slowing with some of, some of the things is like, you know, there weren't as many new jobs or, you know, we might get where, you know, the Fed, so it'll it'll just be interesting what the Fed says if they're going to taper their you know injection of cash or or not. Yeah, fair enough. I think that that'll be that's something what's to move see. The market. Yeah, I think that's what's going to move the market. Um, 
but right now, yeah, I think it's just going to be a little choppy for the next couple of weeks. Nothing. There's no real news going on right now. No, I was going to say, I mean, I know uh, whatever it's called. If we want to quickly talk crypto, uh, El Salvador had like their Bitcoin adoption day. Um, yeah, it's legal tender. So El Salvador's run, yeah, El Salvador's run off the U.S. dollar historically. Um, and now Bitcoin is also legal tender. And people were buying like McMuffins with Bitcoin today there. It's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool, except for the Bitcoin, you know, drop. Yeah, Bitcoin dropped like 10% like two days ago. <laughs> it's 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 just a little dip as well, though, for crypto. If you're if you're not if you're not if you haven't been here before, it does that like once every other week. <laughs> if you if you uh if you get nervous about 10%, maybe it's not the market for you. You know, yeah. Either gotta yeah. nut up or shut up. Yeah, it's a it's a crazy market. It's a casino for sure. But casino that's gone up historically. That's all I know. We'll see where it goes in the future. <laughs> that's all Frank knows, he says. All right, we move on from finance. Uh, the shorter shorter section celebrating the the Labor Day, uh, Labor Day weekend and connecting with the labor market. For sure. So we have for the sure. two minute drill. Finally, uh, you guys have been waiting. The moment you've all been waiting uh, uh, for. Uh, James, you're great at that at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, don't give me too much credit. We got to roll through a bunch of regular season win totals here. That's how we're going to wrap this one up. Um, Frank, we are going to go rapid fire. I'm going to give you a team, a total, and we're going back and forth. How do we think they're doing this season um, with with the line Vegas gave them? So we could go through all 32, or we could pick you know a couple select ones. Let's see how many we get through. Dallas Cowboys nine. Um, I like the under. Dak gets hurt. I'm here. I'm here for it. Buccaneers eleven and a half. Um, I like the over. Tom Brady gets hurt. It's favored fairly heavily. You, he's getting hurt and the over. Wow, that's interesting. I'm gonna go ahead and. They got a good team, I think. They do have a great team. The, the they just need a guy that can give the ball around. That's why Tom Brady is a perfect fit there. Under eleven and a half for me. Uh, Cardinals eight and a half. I will say you're gonna go with the over. Oh, huge love, on the over here. This is like love the this Cardinals. is a lock. This is a lock over. <laughs> Cardinals need a playoff performance, or Cliff Kingsbury might be on the hot seat. That's all I'm saying. Atlanta wow. Falcons is at seven and a half. I kind of like the over here too. I think Matt Ryan might have a little resurgence. That extra game, I think they hit eight or nine. Missed the playoffs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go under. I don't understand the NFC South yet this year, and I, I think no Julio Jones there anymore. Uh, you're just running out of weapons. So I'm gonna go under. Buffalo right. Bills eleven. Tough one too. I like. I, I have to look at their schedule, but I mean, I think I think both the Patriots and Dolphins beat them once. I think they split with both those teams, getting a little bit better this year. I feel like uh, they push. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's take eleven right on the dot. Can I get like, yeah, can you get like a big plus money on that they push the line? That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. All right, we're both team push for the Bills. All right, Panthers. Carolina Panthers seven and a half. I mean, dude, I like I like the under, but I'm hoping for the over. Yeah, for McCaffrey's sake and yeah. uh, what have you. I mean, obviously, as a part Panthers fan, I'm rooting for the over as well. I mean, it's weird. You you see seven and a half for them. You saw seven and a half for the Falcons. Eleven and a half for the Buccaneers. Uh, the Saints. Uh, we'll get to the Saints in a little bit. They're going to be above 500. They really just think everyone in that division is going to be decent. Um, so I don't know what to make of that. Sam Darnold at the helm there. I'll take the over. I'll take the over. I think they the don't think anyone's going to be great, though. You know, they all think they're going to be decent. A yep. 10 win team might win the division 10 7. 
Could. They very well could. I, Chicago. I don't think so. I think someone steps up, wins 11 or 12. Buccaneers, probably. You took their over. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, who are we on? All right, let's just skip a couple teams. Bengals, six and a half. Joe Burrow's back. Can he get a few wins? No. Under. <laughs> Under. Can't do anything in our division. Probably one in five in our division this year would be my guess for the Bengals. Yep. Take the under uh, and you know put that money. Well, the hometown Browns ten and a half. I kind of like the over. Tough schedule though. Uh, I said I haven't said eleven. I have them at eleven and six. I will take the over as well. Take the over barely. Yeah, just sprinkle it. Uh, The one team I didn't want want you to skip was the Bears. Seven and a half. Chicago Bears. Andy Dalton starting the year. I think I'm taking the over. Justin Fields will be starting by week four. I, yeah, I like the over. I like uh, I like Matt Nagy to try to figure something out and go a little crazy and get a few extra wins this year. Cool, just right, enough to keep long. his job another year. That's my thought. One more <laughs> year, wow, well, unbelievable. Always. Right. Uh, let's just keep skipping down. Let's go to the Jaguars. You think Trevor Lawrence can get over six and a half wins plus one twenty-five? Urban Meyer, I don't see this experiment going well. Uh, you're not year one, no ATN, you know, one of your higher draft picks goes down. Uh, James Robinson's all good and fine. Not enough depth there for me on the defensive side of the ball. Give me the under. All right, let's, let's keep moving down. Miami dolphins over nine and a half under nine and a half. I, I, oh. I like the under, I like the under. Yeah. I don't see how they compete that well in their division. I mean, maybe they handle the jets, but I think they're going to struggle with the Patriots and bills. And I just, I don't know. Is there a ton of talent down in Miami? Their coaching's average. I just don't see them, you know, over Their coaching's average. Brian Flores would beg to differ. Doesn't move the needle for you. Okay, fine. see him over 500 this year. My favorite under, I think, that I'm looking at. Why are the Broncos at eight and a half? I don't, is Teddy Bridge, I love Teddy Bridgewater too. Is their team that good on the defensive side of the football? I Offensively, I'm not. Eight and a half is a, a, I like it too. Is, I, you know who I always like is I love Vegas always. Where are they at? They got to have like a low one. I think they're at seven, the Raiders. Seven. Dead, seven. dead on at seven. I like the over. Under for exactly who you said. Who has the highest? Okay. Is it is it the Buccaneers? It might be. I like uh, the yeah, Steelers. I like the Steelers under. What, what are we thinking about the Steelers? Are they going to be good again? They're eight and a half. Yeah. I mean, I could see them very easily being nine and seven or nine and eight. I guess nine and eight's a possibility this yeah. year. A lot of games this year, man. That extra game is crazy. What did they start last year? Eight and oh. Eight and oh till the football so. game. <laughs> yeah, I down. think so. I think so. All right. Any other team we need to go over? Can we quick, look, quickly, quick, quickly? Yeah, it's been a very long two minutes. The uh, Jets. A lot, of, a lot of whistles. Jets at six. Yep. How do you know that? You're on it. I'm, uh, I, I know too much for my own good. Um, I think that's. I I think Zach Wilson will be a good quarterback when it's all said and done. I think this is a year a lot of those rookies struggle. I really do. Besides Trey Lance, I'm high on my Trey Lance guy. But Zance, just give me a random baseball stat to end the episode. One baseball stat. Okay, you always, you have, you say you know too much. Sometimes you have an archive of baseball stats in your brain. Just give me an interesting uh, one that you can think of. Adam Wainwright, I mean, this is one I've been following a late, lately, and I don't know if you'll get to see it again the rest of the season. Probably not. 
But Adam Wainwright's won nine straight starts against the Pirates. So if, you know, and I, I actually did bet on him twice in like one calendar, with like within the last month and a half. And it was easy money. Just Apple took the Pirates. Pirates under. The PA. Yeah, take the Pirates under team total uh, whenever they're facing the Cardinals. And Adam Wainwright's on the hill. He's actually pitching tonight as we speak. He was actually pitching well against the Dodgers. So Wainwright's he's probably going to be putting together like a top five, top seven Cy Young campaign in the NL. Uh, so I'm high on Adam Wainwright. And then Max Scherzer, I think, with 13 strikeouts yesterday, uh, putting together a little late bid for himself. Um, so the Cy Young races, that's the baseball stat I'm ending you with. We'll see what happens in the playoff uh, pennant race here the, the last month of September. So a lot of football thrown at you. Um, and it's like a double two-minute drill. Yeah, that was a, I mean, double two-minute drill, a lot of timeout. Everybody had three timeouts. Everyone was calling them. We got all those. All those Spiking the ball. Yeah. Incomplete passes, penalties. It was crazy, crazy two-minute drill there. All right. You got a song for us? What have, what have you been listening to? I had to do last time. Yeah, I, I guess you did last time. Um, I have been listening to the Lord album on repeat. Uh, Solar Power is the name of the album. I don't Have we talked that? Um, we talked about it a little bit. I haven't listened, so I have to listen to it. Okay, we did. All right. Well, I'll switch it up. I mean, everyone and their brother is talking about um, Drake's new album, uh, you know, or Donda for Kanye. I haven't listened to Donda. I did listen to uh, Drake. What's what's the name of it? Um, Certified Lover Boy. Certified Lover Boy is the name of the album. Um, I, you know, Evan. I, I guess Bob Khalil showed it to me. Way too sexy is the name of the song. Um, and it's it, they're ripping on. Uh, too sexy for my shirt or whatever and bob said the uh music video is pretty funny because they have Kawhi leonard in the video and he just <laughs> his face is exactly what you'd expect it to be as he's dancing along with drake future and young thug so uh it's that's just a great great little uh feature way too sexy way too sexy you know it's the number two way too sexy oh uh, wow song of the week you can play that while you're in the shower. Lord or something. The Lord's Solar Power is that what it's called? Yeah, that's the name of the album. Um, that's album of the week. Album of the week. Favorite song on that one is called Big Star, and she wrote it after her dog passed away. Uh, very sad. So you know, didn't mean to drop a bomb on you like that on the episode, but man, will that song tug at the heart if you're not careful. Uh, so if you listen to that, listen to Way Too Sexy right after and pick the pick the vibes up. So that's all I got for you in the music spectrum. All right. Love it. Love it. Can't wait for week one this weekend. Getting so excited. Let it rock. Football is back, baby.